0: You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. And welcome to The Geek's Pub. I'm Tim Robertson, joined by David Cohen. Hello, David. Hello. This is the show where we talk about all the geeky stuff going on in the world. And uh, there's quite a bit of it right now, David. In fact, you went and saw the newest Marvel movie, You Brave the Theaters. I have not.
1: Um, Yeah, I kind of got... I kind of got snookered into it because Alexander was meant to be going with his friends last night. And um, then they they kind of bailed on him after I'd already bought him a ticket. And uh, so I said, oh, well, I'll go with you. So we kind of went out to dinner. And the, the theatre we go, the theatre nearest us is kind of, it's not like a regular theatre in that the theatres, the, the, uh, theaters are, the uh, actual movie theatre is, is quite a bit smaller. They have every seat is like a big reclining powered mm-hmm. couch type thing, so you're not you're really sat on top of everybody as much as you would be in a regular theater. Um, so it wasn't quite as
0: bad. So without, because I'm my guess is not a lot of people have seen this movie yet. Yeah. Um, like some just haven't had the time to go see it. Others maybe like me um, are hesitant to go to a movie theater for yeah. obvious reasons. Um, Impressions? You like it? No.
1: Uh, I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, I won't say
0: much more than that because I don't want to spoil it. Uh, is it for you. on the level of the first Iron Man? Uh,
1: I, I. One of the things I've been musing on this morning is is how great Marvel is when they do an origin story with a whole different slant and a different um, new set of production people in from people who haven't done Marvel movies before, and this is definitely one of those. Good. Um, we we we, Alexander and I both thought it was really really good so uh, and I won't say anything more than
0: that I am uh definitely looking forward to it I just don't know when I'm going to get to watch it
1: so uh I sent you a link during the week and Marvel's announced that they're not going to do the Disney plus thing on any of their
0: (laughs) movies yeah thank thank you uh Scarlett Johansson well
1: you know well remember what we talked about when we talked about that is are they doing that because they're worried about those lawsuits or are they doing that because they've realized that um, stiffing their actors on contractual agreements is not really a positive thing for the MCU the whole point about the MCU is that uh, the uh, these movies are often they're loosely or more or, or more closely interlinked and you it kind of breaks that linkage down if you start upsetting some of the stars in this movie in these movies and you know I, I will tell you from this one that the it has pe- other people from the MCU in it good um, and they are they, there's, it's more than just cameos so um, I won't say much more than that it's pretty loose but it's, it's it very much you can tell it's part of the next phase and it's it's relatively important and so it's going to break things if you then can't Use some of those actors or some of those properties in your later movies. There's clearly a little bit of world building and setting up going on here, in the very loosest sense, and um, that's important to the MCU. And I suspect, and uh, this is just my personal impression, uh, but from what we heard from what Kevin Feige said um, after um, the uh, his comments about about what they did with the, with the streaming is I suspect he's put his foot down and he said to Disney, stop messing with our properties in your business interest unless you're going to, you know, you're going to kill the golden goose. Yeah. And I suspect that's why they've now said, yeah, Marvel's not playing this game anymore. Um, Because I would imagine it's probably, he's probably not very happy that one of his biggest female stars kind of had the launch of her long-delayed solo movie sullied by by business decisions that Disney made.
0: Yeah, I'm not happy about it simply because I want to watch movies at home. I don't want to go yeah. to movie theater. I, I haven't enjoyed movie theaters in a long time.
1: Oh, well, there's, there's one simple way around that, which is they can do the Disney Plus premiere thing. They just need to compensate their stars properly for it. And they yeah. need to work out a formula that says, this is what we think you could have earned at the cinema um, in normal times. This is this is our, your expectations, and our expectations of what you would have earned under the terms of those contracts, and here's some compensation to reflect the changes, and that'd be done. But of course, you know, one of the few things that we know about Disney corporate is that they're not very good at opening the uh, opening the wallet. They've been, always been like that. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. Robin Williams had a massive falling out with them over uh, over the Aladdin movie when oh, he did which that one? back in the day. When he did Aladdin, the cartoon Aladdin, yeah, I remember yep. he sing a quote. He says, it "says You know why? Uh, you know why Mickey Mouse has only got um, three fingers uh, th- uh, four fingers, so he can't sign any checks."
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, he was Robin Williams. Well. Wow. So uh, you know. Um, other things going on right now, movie related, anyways, is um, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I was apprehensive um, and cautiously optimistic about a new Matrix movie now going back to 1999 I never saw the original Matrix in a movie theater I saw it on DVD that was the first time I saw it and I think that was true for a lot of people
1: yeah now you know what I had the best Matrix experience because we were in um, we were over in Florida that year visiting my parents and um, uh, Le- Le- Leanne and I had had uh, had only just met, so um, we uh, you know it's one of our first vacations together, and we decided one night to go to the movie theater, and we just went. We ne- we I hadn't seen any movie trailers or anything for for ages, um, and uh, so we literally picked up the paper, what's on. Oh, there's a you know this some sort of some sort of movie with Keanu Reeves in it. Let's give that a go. We had no idea what it was about. Never seen the trailer. Never heard anything about it. And so, of course, the twists that hit us in that movie, uh, and then the you know the real uh, marked change in in kind of the use of CGI in movies to to change the way you do action and everything just blew us away. And as a concept, I still think the original Matrix out of nowhere was absolutely fantastic um so so you know we were really really thrilled by what we saw and because we saw it in the movie theater with no preconceptions no expectations no idea what it was about uh, we were just floored by it It was fantastic
0: yeah you know the um uh, i'm kind of in the same boat i don't remember seeing any um trailers or anything for it Uh, It was 99, and things were a lot different then on the internet. I mean, if you watch a trailer online, it would be the size of a postage stamp. And we probably both remember the uh, episode one's trailer that they said broke the internet, and it actually did. Will you stop playing with stuff over here? Uh, The cat got on a... I don't know how she got on on this uh, shelf... There's no room, but she squeezed her body in there somehow, and yeah. she's playing with the feather duster thing um I put it on her on the thing behind me so she can get up there and play with it. yeah, it'll probably make even more noise now, but that's fine um I remember going to the store to buy a PlayStation two, and that was like the cheapest d v d player you can get, yeah. And I picked up and I bought it because I wanted to play this game called GTA Vice City. Yep. And I decided to pick up The Matrix as well. I knew it was a sci-fi movie or something like that. And I had the dude in there from Point Blank, Point point Break. And uh, that's pretty much all I knew. I figured out the plot twist pretty early on, but I was a tech guy. So, you know, it kind of made sense to me. But let's talk about Resurrections. Now this is coming out this christmas so december we still have a few months to go can't believe we only have a few months to go (laughs) till december already this this year has been flying by pretty fast and uh i was apprehensive as i said about this trailer and this movie in general what you and you just watched the trailer for the very first time yeah what do you think
1: um oh
0: i i i'm
1: it looks okay i'm not i'm not jazzed about it because um just from first impressions first of all i was really burnt by the second and third movies in the matrix series i agree Uh, i I mean i just tell you that you know i just told you about how amazing the concept was
0: yep and they completely shit all over it in the second and third movie it
1: was it was just let's do everything we did in the first movies turned up to 11 uh, you know and then sprinkle in a completely and utterly nonsensical pot, plot and then make the kind of the the climax of the trilogy trilogy a completely pointless letdown yeah. it didn't mean anything everything they went through meant it didn't mean anything yeah and um you know it really left me extremely well at the time it was more than underwhelmed i was really kind of disappointed by it um, so I've kind of got that context looking at this trailer and I look at this trailer and I go, Oh wow. You know, it's everything they did in 1999, but now it's turned up from 11 to turned out to 20 because CGI, um, you know, and obviously you, you're thinking, okay, we, we, we've got to find a way to bring these characters together and start them doing the matrix stuff again. And there's clearly something going on to, to do that, but it doesn't look particularly exciting
0: um, wow, you're you having know, exactly no, the opposite reaction than I Yeah,
1: did. no, I'm sorry because uh, what have we got? We've got, we've got the um, a whole load of plot points from the first Matrix. So we've got talking to somebody who knows more about the situation than than Neo does, and he's kind of clueless. We've got the pills. Yeah, we've got somebody who's like, who's like young Morpheus. Presumably that is young Morpheus because he's wearing the same glasses. Yeah, then we've got. Um, Trinity, who, who again, you know, we know from the first movies is love of his life, and now they don't know each other, presumably because they're kind of in some sort of matrix like scenario. Then we've got a whole load of um, things again from the first movie we've got the uh, going through the glass like a mirror, we've got the uh, people turning into agents, we've got the uh, bullet foo and the slow time, and all of that sort of thing. And then we've got another strange guy at the end going, Wow, you're going back into the matrix. Who'd have thought it? End of trailer. Hey, okay, right, well, fine, but there's not uh, there's nothing particularly intriguing here, and the problem is, it it smells like they could be making many of the same mistakes they made with the two and three, again, in the interest of bringing this stuff back. So I, you, the only hope I have to have is that, um, um, Keanu Reeves uh, and Carrie Moss are not doing it for the huge paycheck, um. It's slightly concerning to me that Lawrence Fishburne said no, so uh, that's that's worrying. Did because, he say you know, no? Well, he's not there, so presumably he said no.
0: Well, um, that's, that's a pretty big presumption. My well, understanding is they didn't even ask him, right? Well, that's even worse then. It, you it know, depends on he, the movie. Well,
1: I, I'm I'm put it this way, I've I've been burned by this group before, and so I'm perhaps a little bit more sceptical than you. But counterpoint.
0: It looks amazing. Um, I think, at least for this trailer, using White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane is an absolutely brilliant... I I don't like the song. Let me me Mm -hmm. say that. Yeah. And they've got some weird mix thing going on with the music because it does sound a little bit different. But I always thought, after I watched that first movie, that that song actually fit the movie really well. You know, one pill is going to do this. One pill is going to do that. You know, Allison, you, you know, Alice in Wonderland, that whole. Yeah, it, it, down the rabbit hole. Yeah, that, it's like, wow. And he even follows a white rabbit. So it's like, wow, they really took some inspiration from this song originally. And now they're just putting it out there. They're like, yeah, this is, it's about this song. <laughs> we, we we really like this song. And we wrote a movie with a lot of things from this song kind of as inspiration So obvious. But that being said, um, I think you're right as far as the second and the third movies. Uh, They were not made to further the story. I think they were made as a cash grab. Yeah. And I think now my impressions after watching this and reading a couple of interviews with uh, Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves um, and the director that they're trying to redo the the matrix the way they kind of wanted to the first time after that first movie where they really kind of wanted to take the concepts behind the matrix and you know do, do it the way they actually wanted to rather than so much studio interference and that they had pretty much free reign in this one and that gives me a lot of hope i think that keanu reeves is in a different place in his career and he can pretty much do whatever he wants Yeah. Oh, and, definitely. And I I think he works best in rebooting The Matrix in that it's probably um, – how, how do I want to word this? If you don't have the fish out of water story to start it off with, then you absolutely have to go watch the other movies to understand what's going on. And yeah. I think that would have been a mistake. And yeah. Yeah. The first Matrix movie was, what, 22 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So let's kick it off. Don't pretend the other ones didn't happen, but let's not assume everyone's seen these movies and let's have some kind of a plot that kind of redoes this and it leaves it open to further movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Um, you know, um, At least we didn't get the Merovingian in this movie, exactly. in this trailer. Yeah, that um, was awful. <laughs> But, um yeah, the, the problem is the problem for me is that whether you like it or not, and definitely you and I did not like what they did in the second, third movies, it did kind of tie the trilogy up, it tied the story up, um, and again, you know, one of my criticisms of that for tie up was it kind of invalidated the whole idea of the thing in the first place, you know, because it turned what was meant to be overcoming what was being done to people into into some sort of natural cycle
0: Um, well but it was a natural cycle and that's why this movie can make sense and that you know this they keep doing it because the humans keep getting to the point where they either reject it or this happens the chosen one comes up and
1: yeah but but what's but that makes the whole thing kind of pointless and um this this is the issue is that is that how do they how do they deal with that you know i look i i hope they they take a very different take on it i really do i i i while, while the trailer didn't jazz me i hope it's a fantastic movie and i hope it blows me away and i hope um, it defeats my expect my low expectations i really really do i love watching keanu reeves in this stage of his career not yep. because Though, though, having said that, you know, I, I've seen a lot of things online where people are saying, oh, you know, because of the way he looks, they're going to tie it into the John Wick universe, which I don't think No, they're think not. So. No. <laughs> I just think basically... There's zero chance
0: of... Now, I, think, I, I, I think could think Keanu, see them tying it I think into, Keanu, into the Keanu, Ted no, I think, universe. Yeah. That's, I think, that's more likely.
1: I think Keanu just likes that look and his yeah. turn around. People say, I'm not going to change the way I look for these movies. No. Um, you know, he's he's still in, the, in this trailer. He's kind of rocking that... You know world weary i'm sick of all the stuff i've done in the past even though i people keep making me do it he's still got that kind of which is is very much is john wick he's kind of got that air about him from what we see in the trailer but that might be unfair because that could be the way they've cut the trailer to try and bring in john wick fans um you know um but but that might be how he's playing neo this time around um you know it would be great if he doesn't it would be great if actually what we see is when he, when he when he finally wakes up and becomes neo in this he kind of uh you know cleans himself off a bit cuts his hair and uh and and gets some energy cuz you know one of the great things about the John Wick character is that everything, even though he's doing all these amazing things, he looks really tired while he's doing it all the time, you know. And you just think, "All right, he's done now." And then he just does it again and again and again. It's what makes the character so exciting. Um, but if he does that for Neo, and then you're going to start thinking, "Keanu, couldn't you have just brought something different to the table this time around So we'll have to see.
0: Yeah, you know. um, I, I kind of hope they forget about the second and third movie just move forward pretend none of that crap matter because it was so ham-fisted overacted cgi for cgi's sake um i get you know it's a matrix so he can change reality around him he sees the code not just the representation of that code and you know I love the first movie so much. I think it's yeah. one of the best sci-fi films ever made. I really yeah. do believe that.
1: Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with you. And it, the, and to be honest with you, the only good thing about the second and third ones is they made that strip of fake highway to yep. record the highway sequence yeah, on that. That, was that, pretty then, awesome. that then was used in loads of other movies and yep. also formed the backdrop to quite a lot of Mythbusters, so I salute them for that. Um, uh, uh, but, not, of the, but for not for what they used it for.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's what I like... As far as rebooting the Matrix, and I hate saying that because I don't think they're rebooting it at all. I think they're continuing it.
1: I, I, you know, what? Maybe that would have been rather than going resurrected. Maybe that they should have just done the Matrix rebooted and just remade the original one. Mm. <laughs> you know, completely yeah. new
0: cast. Um, but They'll just, do that, but that'll be another twenty years in the future, yeah. where you know, not half of these actors would be gone. Probably. Um, no, what I mean by that is. I will look at Star Wars and episode, you know, one, two, and three were. It has its fans, but they're not. They're pretty piss poor compared to the original trilogy. Yeah. And then I I will say, you know, seven, eight, nine is even worse. Yeah. So, man, they should just stop, right? Except we have Rogue One, which is freaking amazing. That's a great movie. We have The Mandalorian, which is i think the best thing they've done with star wars since the original trilogy yeah you know han solo uh, yeah okay um no no No. No. just no no they just honestly i think han solo would have worked if they would have just de-aged that guy to or um made that guy to look and sound like harrison ford i don't think so i just wasn't i just never believed him as han solo he's a whiny bitch
1: it's not even that though it's just not a great story because they took you know they they make, they took that terrible thing of saying let's collect together everything that's been ever mentioned about Han Solo before we see him in the crammed first into movie, one movie and yeah. cram it into one movie and it's just terrible
0: yeah i agree with that but i still i never bought that guy as han solo no so when it comes to the matrix can the matrix become a franchise like star wars absolutely there's thousands of stories that you could tell in here in fact they had an uh, an animated movie that told a bunch of stories outside of the main matrix plot. And it was really good. It was, yeah. well, I'll say it was hit and miss. There was a couple of little stories in there that wasn't as great, but a lot of them were, especially the one with the robot. And he's the one that kind of kickstarts, you know, the robot revolution. That was a really good little story. And so there's a lot of things they can do with the matrix that you don't have to have Trinity or Neo or any of those characters. Um, but you do have to get the interest in the franchise back, and this is hopefully a good way to start that. Yeah. I have no problems with people exploring different stories in a universe. I mean, that's what we have the Marvel yeah. Universe for. That's what Star Wars is for. Look what Star Trek is doing. Yeah. I mean, we could have said, oh, you know, more Star Trek? Come on, let's do something different and new. Except Picard is amazing yeah lower decks
1: is amazing that's a great show
0: it really it it kind of makes the star or the star trek universe more lived in yeah absolutely
1: and and to be honest with you that's part i think of what's required one of the things that was that was particularly noteworthy about the second and third movies with the matrix is you look at you look at how they're living outside the matrix and you think who'd want to choose that freedom or not it's awful yeah, I'd rather live in the Matrix. I'd rather be a no, battery no rather than you know. And so, you you've got to make what what you're notionally fighting. And and you look at that and you think, oh well. So they destroy the machines, they destroy the Matrix. You know, then then they're going to be living in a you know barren wasteland hole, no food, no skills, <laughs> no nothing. Yeah, um, you just think, why would you? Why would anybody want to do that? And and I think what they need to do with this movie is they've got to make. The motivations more than just the motivation existing for the sake of itself yeah there's no point fighting it you know it's, it's a it's a it's a, a a silk line prison what they're in in the matrix
0: well yeah but the one you know? character in the very first movie i can't think of his name now um actually says that he doesn't want to remember nothing he wants yeah. to, he wants to be plugged back into the matrix and yeah, he's yeah. the one
1: who who betrays them.
0: Yeah. Um, or does yeah. he? I mean, he didn't want to... the Matrix was a utopia compared yeah, to what he, exactly. the real world. It, it was, he hated yeah, the it, real world.
1: Effect, effectively he he you know, he betrays Morpheus and and tries to give them away because because exactly for that motivation. But yeah. you know, you can kind of understand where he's coming from. Um and and that's that, that was one of the difficulties I had with the second and third movies is they're doing all these terrible you know painful and 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 incredibly hard things to try and resist the machines and you just think why are you doing that yeah because uh, as 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 a well living goes it as it seems to have advantages. and we've had this you know people have raised this before about whether everything we live in now is a situation is a simulation yeah and um, there's a lot of it,
0: evidence to suggest so
1: well well the problem is you could, if it's a perfect simulation you can never know and and then the, the things are well does it matter what does it matter if it's a simulation
0: yeah that's what i was i was talking to um cole no felix and i said you know i told him this theory and he said yeah i've 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 heard about that and uh, he said i would hate that i said why i mean would it change anything if you knew that what we were living in was an advanced civilizations computer simulation that's what we live in does it change what you think of when you think of love, life, death? I mean, what does it really change? You still have to eat, you still have yeah. to play by the rules of that simulation. You still have to go to work. yeah, you know, you'll have kids. So you know, if DNA is nothing but you know code, which it kind of is, um, does it change any aspect of your life if you knew the truth? I would suggest it probably doesn't.
1: Well, no, if you knew the truth, it'd make it worse. <laughs> because because the problem is you don't know what the other truth is. That's the that's the difficulty. If you know you're living in a simulation, but you have no idea about what it's like outside the simulation, then you're going to wonder. And then you're going to think, is it better? And then every time something bad happens to you in the simulation, you're going to go, oh, well, if it wasn't the simulation, I wouldn't have to deal with this. But the problem is... In the Matrix, they go outside the simulation. They find it sucks. Yeah, it's awful. And, and and yet they're all fighting for it because you know we can't be slaves. We've got to be free. And it's just like yeah, but most people don't know, and a lot of them are, are not going to care or or are actually going to find it worse. You know, um, and and that's the difficulty with them with with the concept is that is that the, 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 they're kind of implying this subversion of free will. Except they're not. The Matrix lets you do what you want within the Matrix. As long as your body keeps generating the power the machines want, they don't
0: care. Well, no. they do in some respects because you can't break the code. Because if you do, well, yeah, but they yeah, come but that's the, but
1: that's the point. But if, if you don't break the code, um, then you know, and now that that would be an interesting movie is to actually, you know, put recast the uh, the Matrix and the people behind the Matrix, the machines, as benevolent and saying, well, actually, this is, you're a lot better off this way. You know. They
0: kind of did say that. I mean, they said when they made it a utopia and we we made it perfect, humans rejected it. We have to have strife in our life. That's mm. our nature. Our nature yeah. is conflict. And when they made it a utopia, it was soundly rejected. People didn't believe it. So, yeah. it's it's mm. and here we are. We're we're still talking about the concepts and the things from the yeah. first movie.
1: So let's twenty two years hope, ago. Let's hope that this. Um, this reboot, which is kind of what it is, um, you know, does justice to the concepts instead of do- instead of doing justice to the box office, which is what the second and third one's trying to do.
0: Well, they obviously, you know, have advanced the Matrix because it's clearly stated in the first trilogy that, you know, they picked the beginning of the 21st century, you know, and people in those movies didn't have smartphones and tablets yeah, and yeah, there's a exactly. clear shot of neo and elevator looking up at this big mirror and everybody's looking at screens yeah which okay yeah That's So they it's, get you it's in, well <laughs> um i'm looking forward to it I, I gotta admit this is it's not the most looking forward to movie i mean I, i'll say spider-man's probably that for me right now because that looks amazing the trailer yeah um but that being said this is right up there this one in uh, the movie about the uh, origins of the Sopranos uh, Kings of Newark or something like that Prince I don't remember what it's called but it looks really good I saw the trailers for that and um, I'm in for that one as well
1: yeah so so having gone to see go uh, see a movie last night I saw some trailers yeah Um, I saw the trailer for uh, No Time to Die
0: oh the uh, James Bond the James Bond
1: yeah i don't know i think the last
0: few james Bond movies quite honestly sucked they're boring they're just everything is gray or green it seems um i i've never bought that character as bond Um, yeah um he's just i don't know he just seems not the right casting for me
1: so so this one is is a continuation of of specter yeah, so, I saw the first trailer yeah, for it. Yeah, so you know, this is he's he's left the service and he's come back again. Um, or he has to come back again. Um you know, yeah, I, I'm it it didn't really excite me. I'm I unlike you, I'm kind of over this style of Bond at the moment. Yeah. Um and and sometimes I've gotta be honest, you go back and watch some of the older Bond movies and you think, you know what, none of these movies were particularly fabulous no you know, they were it's weren't. another it's but another it, example it's a popcorn
0: where they, movie that's how yeah, I, it's all james bond has ever been
1: but it yeah but it, it was another example where the concept behind it was far cooler than a lot of the execution oh sure you know the yeah. idea of an almost an ageless secret agent who's you know the badass despite himself and all of that they need to get back to less of the angst less of the uh, self-questioning um, they've kind of turned him into a superhero in that in that you know he he's he's unstoppable they've, they've no matter what happens him, to him now.
0: They've turned him into Bruce Willis and Die Hard. That's all he is now. And if you go back and you watch the Sean Connery movies, and I'm not saying every one of them was great. I would say of all the James Bonds, four fifths are bad movies. Yeah. With nonsensical plots and, and just that he happens to get a gadget that's going to later in the movie be exactly what he needs right when he needs it yeah talking about mcguffin um and they have to have a scene where he's meeting with the scientists and he messes something up and the scientists should be careful with that and this is how it works and and he's kind of flipping with the scientists and then he's going to go out and get laid again i mean uh, enough of that crap except when sean connery did it it was awesome yeah when roger moore did it Mm -mm, mm -mm, no you know no no sean Connery is still by far the best bond yeah and i think they need to go this is the last movie i know that this guy's doing it and i'm fine with that it's time to go in a different direction with james bond it really is
1: yeah
0: you know what's his name um oh he was in uh, um he's in a he was in suicide squad the new one
1: Idris Elba, the black yes. guy. Yes, that,
0: the, yeah. The guy, that plays guy. Heim,
1: the guy plays Heimdall.
0: Yes, yeah. that guy should be James Bond. Yeah. He's got a cool factor about him. His voice is awesome. He can do action. Yeah. And you do believe he's a badass. He, yeah. he has that, I don't know, but he can also be funny. He can totally be funny. There was some really funny scenes in The Suicide Squad that he yeah. was involved with.
1: I, you know what, I, 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 think part of the problem is that actually James Bond as a concept has been overtaken by so much else now. Oh yeah, you know, sure. We've, I mean, it's been done a hundred ways to Sunday. Oh, uh, it's no question. Been, it's been brilliantly spoofed by yep. Austin Powers. Yep. Yeah, and in some respects, the Austin Powers stuff is more memorable than what you've seen in some of the James Bond movies. Probably. So I, I think I think the problem is, the, the whole concept of a of a secret spy and and yeah the modern equivalent of James Bond is Mission Impossible and Mission Impossible is so much better it is you know than than James Agreed. Bond they're fu- they're so much more
0: engaging but here's where they... John John or here's where Bond works though a series yeah an adult type of series that's on HBO Max or Netflix or Warner Brothers yeah. or something that you can really you know the the threat of the day if you will is a season long thing where he can't just wrap it up in an hour and a half or two hours
1: but even that's been done alias was that but that doesn't matter yeah Yeah, everything's been
0: done yeah i mean let's be honest you look at the new picard trailer yeah which i assume that you've watched yeah and it's another oh wait they're going back to the 21st century yeah okay isn't it called the voyage home we we've seen this one yeah we have yeah i know what you mean yeah, so, yeah, that's, but yet you're, you and I are both going to watch that because we both probably believe it's going to be great.
1: Well, I, I suspect that the network already thinks it's probably great because they've already commissioned season three. Exactly so, my point. Without, so, without season two coming out. Exactly. I mean, at this point, the only thing that's going to stop them doing more and more Picard is Patrick Stewart saying, I'm too old for this now.
0: Yeah, You know, passing away. And then they'll do more Picard because they'll cast him as a younger guy before the Enterprise. Uh, maybe. Yeah, no question about it. Um, we
1: we actually had um, There was um, a, a, a Scottish-based detective series here that ran for many, many years called Taggart, right? And it was about him and his team. I think they were based in Glasgow, and it was very rough, tough, uh, kind of street detective-type things where they sold these murders. Now, the actor who played him died... And they just kept... It was still called Taggart, and they did it for about (laughs) seven or eight years just with his team. And it was still called Taggart, even though he wasn't there anymore. They just kept it
0: going. Did they kill him off in the series?
1: No, no, they didn't. They just acknowledged that he died. I I, I didn't really watch it, so I'm not sure quite how they did it. But I know that that effectively in the series, um, you know, everyone just carried doing on the same... It was the same show. He just wasn't there anymore because the actor was dead. You know, and I, I don't think they kept on. It's, I, I suspect they addressed it. I don't think they said he was constantly in the bathroom or on right. holiday or anything like that. I think the it was happy a case days of when- where
0: the the <laughs> brother goes upstairs and never comes down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't have a problem with a series continuing or being rebooted with a different actor. I would love um, Sebastian, Stan, Stan, Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. Yes. Yeah. Um, cast as Luke Skywalker and and. I don't even care what time frame. Yeah. Because I want to see more of Luke Skywalker. I really do. Yeah. I mean, he was that was the guy when we were growing up. I mean, he was our hero, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I want to see more of that. So I don't mind them keeping the Matrix around and rebooting it. I don't mind if they take James Bond in a different direction with the black guy. And I guarantee you if they if they put um, that actor in that role the trolls will come out oh my god james bond oh, they,
1: they will oh. for no time to die because it's clear from the trailer that the uh, replacement for james bond is a black woman mm-hmm. um so you know they those people are already warming up their keyboards i'm sure
0: sharpening their knives yeah yeah or well, their dull butter knives because yeah. they're keyboard yeah. warriors um
1: exactly yeah
0: yeah so i don't i don't mind that i i really don't i, I don't mind change at all as yeah. long as it makes sense as long as it's enjoyable, well written, well acted, I'll go along with it. What I yeah. won't go along with is just the the new, or the, I should say, the last Star Wars trilogy that had no overreaching plot, didn't need to be made at all. Uh, there was no long term planning. I mean, it was it's a hot mess. It just is.
1: Well, yeah, we 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 found out particularly in the production of the last one, the 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 third J.J. Abrams one that. Um, he said, "You know, we came up with the ideas for the for the action scenes, um, but they built the story and then around stuck it. We start them on a whiteboard, and then we tried to find a then we we wrote wrote I'm I'm using air quotes there a plot to string them all together. Yeah, um, which is not you know, how you're it's, supposed it's, to make not, a movie. It's not how you make a movie. No, no.
0: So in no. it's yeah, I mean, you then you have horses on a star destroyer. Um, oh, so bad. Um." <laughs> So I'm hyped for the Matrix. I'm hyped for Picard. Um, a, something I'm enjoying a lot right now, and I have a feeling you are too, is the What If series. Now this is an animated show on Disney Plus using the actual actors, at least their voices, from the, the MCU in you know well, these What If scenarios. As many
1: of them as they could
0: get, not yeah, all of them, not all of them, but most you
1: know, of them. I, ha- I yeah, I I have to say. I'd put off watching this. And so uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I thought I really must sit down and start start working my way through these. Um, and really what put me off was the concept. I like the concept itself. I, I like the idea of, um, you know, seeing, seeing what would have happened if things had played out differently. And I, and I think the close way they tie them into the MCU movies to actually show the decision points yeah. um, is quite good. Well they you know, did
0: they I, I, they're just taking this from the comic book. There was a comic book series that came out it. in the I believe it's the first ones were in the 80s where they just I, kind of yeah. went back and said, "Hey, in this episode, what if Uncle Ben never died?"
1: Yeah, but but this is this is different in that in that in the comics there was several retcons and rewrites and reimaginings of those origins anyway, whereas this is because it's based in the MCU, it's got a stable Uh, origin point to kind of base itself on and i think it works for that i was pleased to see that they you know they they're really in 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 the initial scenes particularly in the first couple they're doing beat for beat re re, you know rewordings re-imaging of things you'd seen in the original movies um so there's
0: five of these so far there's what if captain carter was the first avenger yeah what if t'challa became star lord
1: which was the best one?
0: By far. It's by far. I was going to yeah. get to that in a minute. Yeah. What if uh, the world lost its mightiest heroes? What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Which was an awful episode.
1: I've not seen that one yet. I've only, and then, I've only,
0: ever, I've only seen the first three. The Doctor Strange one is just, it's just bad. And then what if zombies? Which I would say, uh, yeah. yeah, I, I, know, the, that I T'Challa, know. T'Challa is by far... Yeah. The, now they got the the actor and it's the last was, thing he did actually yeah. um yeah but it's so good i mean uh and they got all the original actors to do the voices on that episode yeah. and i think they did because it was his last one yeah um but man i want to see more of that character i mean he <sighs> makes a way better star lord
1: well not only that the the reveal there because, again, it's that beat-for-beat beat replay of the beginning of Gardens of the Galaxy. And so at the beginning, you you see um, the, the, the Star-Lord character, you know, with the music on, going through the, the traps and all this sort of thing, and he's going to get the thing, and, and then they come through and they're the guns at him. And there's that whole thing in the original movie where they go, well, you may have heard of me. I'm known as Star-Lord. And they're going, who? What? You know, whereas in this one, they go, Star-Lord. And it's like... The, the, well, one the of them was a fanboy. Baddie. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He just fanboys over him, and oh my god, I love you so much. And he joins and them. He, yeah, <laughs> he joins. But yeah, but he kind of he kind of says, "Oh, I'm so excited to be able to fight you," and all of this sort of thing. Yeah, and and it immediately you you think, yeah, of course. If T'Challa had been taken by the Ravagers, he, you know, because of who he is, yeah, everybody would love him, and he would be the de facto leader, and he would have all the best ideas, and he would be able to turn people around to be good instead of bad because yeah. of the nature of who he is because he's so inspiring and, he, and of course at one point yeah and it was again this great second reveal it's like real Thanos is on his team because he convinced him that his, his thing was a yeah. bad an idea and he goes you know what yeah you're right I'm gonna gonna stick with you and that and that becomes such a humorous thing all the way through and and it really captured the the lightness and the humor of uh what james gunn did with the guardians of the galaxy 100%. in a different way yep. and I, I just thought it was fabulous it was absolutely fabulous by far away the best the best one i've seen of those and,
0: and, and it is by far the best now yeah the now, second now, best is you've already seen it's captain carter i think yeah, that, that one was well done
1: it was yeah it was really really great and and you know nice to uh, nice to give Haley Atwell's character, you know, kind of a lot of the due she didn't, even in Agent Carter, that she didn't get in the MCU. So all of that was fine. The only thing that bothered me about that is I didn't didn't like the way they portrayed her as the super soldier. I think she, you know, the, it, she kind of lost the feminine edge. She kind of, every time she was on screen, she reminded me of uh, Coach Beast from Glee. Yeah, I could yeah? see that. Yeah, um, and, and it, and I don't like of,
0: how they still brought Steve Rogers back in and the pseudo armor. Uh, he was not the best choice for that armor.
1: Well, I uh, whatever. I th- I thought it was. I thought it was good. I you know the only lot I liked all of them. I liked all, all the ones I've seen so far. Even the one with um with Hank Pym killing off the uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that for anyone who's done watched it. Um, but in the uh, uh what the only thing that bothers me about the what if is the framing because i don't think i know the watch is a big deal in the comics and everything but i just think it's so i i don't like it. it's just jeffrey wright is a great actor but i, I just find the the script he's been given this in, in what if is terrible yeah and i agree i don't i don't think it's necessary yeah to to do to overdo the framing which is i think what they've done you know, the idea that, that sometimes you'll see him in the background during the things and all that. It's just not necessary. Yeah. The concept itself is fine. It's not like, what if this had played out differently? I think they could have um, downplayed the Watcher a lot, not had the big, long um, intro and have the voiceover and all of this sort of thing. And they just could have gone, well, what if? And and then, you know, the here are things that change. Um You know, all the, the, you know, and and because of this one single change, the whole universe is different. Let me guide you through these universes. And it's just like, yeah, give it a rest. Yeah. It's dull. It's really, really dull. And I think it undermines the whole thing. It's the only thing about them that really puts me off. The the animation is, is, you know yeah sometimes it's okay i think it's weaker in some of the action sequences than it is you know during the dialogue um but overall i think i think the the writing apart from the watcher stuff is really really good yeah in the ones I, I've, I've enjoyed
0: seen, all but, of them so far yeah uh to one degree or another even the bad one dr strange is still decent um oh no yeah. it's okay let me put it that way you got to watch it but it's not going to be on anybody's much watch list. That episode. Um, yeah. I don't know how many episodes they're doing. Is it ten? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. Know. I
1: don't. I don't know. I. I think. I think it's a. You know, in some respects, you've got to do them right, which means you've got to do them slow.
0: Yeah, oh, I agree.
1: Yeah. So, um, I suspect that's a factor. Factor here, and uh, you know, they may well be wanting to tie them into some of the other stuff that's coming in the mcu as well yeah
0: so um well they're purposely not doing any of these that are set beyond infinity war that i know they're saving those until after the next phase
1: well yeah i i I think that's because they they, you know they're moving to a different set of marvel characters now they need to establish those those more but you know what i'd like to see i'd love to see a what if based on the um the netflix marvel series
0: Oh, I think that would you know, be fantastic. That yeah. would be brilliant. Yeah.
1: You know, like what What if with, with the Daredevil or um, uh, Luke Cage, I, you know, Luke Cage is, is an underused character. And I, I'll tell you, if you, if you, anybody out there is thinking, oh, I'm not sure I want to go see shang Chi because I saw um, Iron Fist and it wasn't very good. Yeah. This is 100% a different league. Yeah. Completely a different
0: league. You get that from I, the trailers alone.
1: I enjoyed Iron Fist, don't get me wrong, but... Um, I did. You know, it was I'm bad. Not, I'm not a... I'm not a probably as big a officiado um, of, of um, kind of kung fu movies as some people might be, and I know that a lot of people had real problems with the chore- choreography in Iron Fist. But... Um, you, you know, for me, the problems with Iron Fist weren't so much the fight scenes, it was the fact that the story was uneven and kind of slow, and Danny Rand as a character was poorly motivated. Um, you know, um, but uh, this is this is differently, and again, they've they've the guy they've got playing Shang-Chi, the cast in all of Shang-Chi is excellent, but the guy they've got playing Shang-Chi is absolutely fabulous.
0: Yeah, really he is. uh, I, I liked him in that Canadian comedy show. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kim's or, Kim's thing. Kim, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was really good.
1: No, he's he's really really good because he's got he's got it all going on. He can do the serious stuff and the light stuff and the, you know, or what what's going on type stuff really really well. And yeah, and he's you know the guy's a stuntman. He's a great martial artist as well.
0: So with that, we're going to wrap up this episode of the Geeks Pub. We'd love to get feedback from from you. It's easy to do. Simply send an email to the show at. GeeksPubPodcast.com, or you can go to GeeksPubPodcast or MyMac.com and leave a comment in the notes section. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Hopefully, you guys will join us next week for Tech Fan, And uh, I don't know if we've got an Apple event before that or after that.
1: Uh, I think we've got the Apple event on Tuesday.
0: So, um, so we'll have something to talk about on TechFan. Yeah. Yeah. I will see you then, David. See you then.